0: that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. Hey you guys. We're <laughs> looking excited to be here for episode 23 of the Karen Kennedy show. <laughs> You guys, I'm gonna dive right in. I'm not screwing around today because I got something to talk about here. Something that's been on my mind. Um, So here's the thing, here's the title for today. No is a complete sentence. I repeat, no is a complete fucking sentence. And ladies, this is especially going out from my hat to yours. So I hope you're tuning in, I hope you're listening. If you have somebody, might be you, but you might know somebody else too that has a hard time saying no, gets weird around the word no. Um, So if if you dig what you hear on this episode, I'm just going to ask you right now, do a sister a favor, meaning me, to help spread the love. (laughs) Thank you. But number two. Do a sister that you love a favor. And look, it might be a dude who needs to hear this too. Pass it on to whoever you feel inspired to pass it on to. But This is a really important subject. And the idea got inspired by, so here's the thing. I don't do a, um, how do I say this? There's a lot of shows that I could do, right? Meaning I have a lot of ideas and stories I can tell and stuff like that. Um, and they're written down and people have said, hey, will you do a show on the body? Will you do a show on body image? We do a show on spiritual practices? Will you do a show on whatever?" So I got plenty of fucking ideas. That's not the problem. The problem is, is I have to be motivated, inspired, and feeling kind of like on fire about a thing before I can talk about it. And so I was talking to my spiritual team Uh, because I wanted to record one yesterday, because honestly, it just would have been better for my schedule, right? And I kept saying to them, dudes, like, what's the subject for this week? Like, where are we going this week? And it it just wasn't coming. I had a few ideas. But when I thought about them, they just felt flat. It wasn't the right thing. Swear to God, wake up this morning. And the first thing that pops into my head is this concept that no is a complete sentence. And then boom, it was like, all of a sudden it's like, um, I don't know how to explain it other than it's like ka-chunk, 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 ka-chunk. All the things just started dropping in and lining up. And I was like, yes. And I was so excited about it. And that's how I know when I'm either like wicked excited, or I'm not going to lie, like kind of fired up or I say pissed, but I'm not really, I don't get really pissed about many things anymore. But when I get like really angry or something like gets inspired. So this is what came up for me today. No is a complete sentence. And um, the thing that inspired it, what got me actually thinking about it. And then I, I kind of forgot about it. Like I was thinking about it and then I kind of forgot about it. And then they brought it back into the forefront of my big old melon today. So uh, this past weekend uh, on Sunday, my great nephew, my little nephew, Gabby, uh, he was having a birthday potty. Uh, and he was having it at my nephew's house. And so it was just a small little gathering. It was like my sister um, my, my brother-in-law, my former brother-in-law, but I still call him my brother-in-law, my, my two nephews, their sweeties, um, and the kids, right? It was just like a small little intimate gathering. And so, um, one of my other nephews just got a new, um, like RV trailer. And so we were sitting over there, I was going in and hanging out. So it was just me and the two boys, my two nephews who are now in their thirties. And I'm sitting there just shooting the shit and, um, I was talking to one of them about how my, we were just talking about life stuff. And I was telling my, one of my, my nephews about how I have to, um, my sweetie and I have to start like redoing, uh, what do you call those things? Our wills, right? Because we don't have kids. We don't have human children. So, um, I'm like, oh, it's time to update the wills, but we don't have like human kids. So I say this to my nephew, right? I say to my nephew, Hey, uh, in my will, do you want me to leave you my house? Right. And I just start laughing because I'm like, who's going to say no to like great real estate. Right. And it's not like the kid making a gazillion dollars on it or anything like that. But I'm thinking like, hey, if I'm still living in this house, you know, and I, and I get fucking killed, I die, have heart attacks or, or both gone or whatever the deal is. Do you want my house? And he just looks at me, smiles and he goes, no. And like that was it. He didn't try to explain to me like why he didn't want it. He didn't try to make me feel better about the fact that he said no. He didn't go into some rigmarole about, hey auntie, I already have a house. I don't want another piece of real estate on my hands. Like, da, da, da. He just looked at me, smiled and said no. And I thought that is fascinating, right? Because I think about this and I see it in my sweetie all the time and I see it in other men all the time where you ask them a question. It could be anything like, hey, you going to the party? You going to the game? You going over to uh, Jimmy's house to to watch the the pets? You going to the pool party? Like You're doing the thing? And they'll just go, no. And that's it. End of discussion. Now, if you ask your average broad, you ask your average woman, you invite her somewhere, you ask her to do something, and if the answer for her is no, it is not. For most of us, clean, cut, and simple. We don't just stop at no, like, hey, said my piece. No, it's always no, dot, 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 because, and then we feel like we have to fucking explain ourselves, to everybody. Oh, because I already have another commitment. Oh, I already said yes over here, and it's my sister's birthday, and I gotta take care of this, and oh my god, I gotta grocery shop and take the dog to the vet, and da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Why do women, why do we always feel like we have to explain ourselves to everybody else? So I've been mulling and musing about this. Why is it that women do what they do? Not every single one of us, because I'll tell you, I'll tell you, by the time we're done with this episode, I'm going to tell you what I've been doing to combat this compulsory need right? To make other people comfortable sometimes and feel okay, right? Because I don't do it anymore. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about that, but I've been really thinking about this. It's like, why do women always feel the need to explain ourselves? And there's some very quick and surfacey answers, but then there's some much deeper, like underbelly of society things that I want to talk about a little bit. And again, I'm going to make this one pretty quick, but, I definitely kind of want to get into some of the psychology of this and the patterns of this and uh, the the fears of this, okay, so number one, I think one, if I had to guess if you like put me on the spot right now and said, "Hey, why do you think you do that, or why did you used to do that, or what 's that all about?" I would say, number one, I think women are really afraid to hurt other people 's feelings. I think that we don't like to let people down. I think we um, don't want to um, Like we don't just say no, because it feels really abrupt. It feels like, and I think it only feels abrupt because we're used to fucking explaining ourselves all the time. But I think it just feels a little bit cold, a little bit cool, a little bit like maybe just a little hardcore to just end it with like no, right? So there's lots of different ways to approach no. Um, from a warm and fuzzy that women can feel a little bit better about. And I'll try to remember to like circle back and talk about those at the end. But I think initially the first thing is if we say no to somebody else, because remember our whole lives, you know, a lot of us women have been taught like sugar and spice and everything nice, right? That, that our job on the planet is to take care of others. We're really good. multitaskers, right. And just because we can doesn't mean we should though. Right. So we're used to kind of taking care of other people's needs. We often put other people's needs first and we don't like to hurt other people's feelings by saying no to their party invite, to their needing help, like whatever it is. I think that's like number one. I think also, right, we're still developing just kind of generationally. I think we're still developing... um, new muscles, new spiritual muscles about honoring and owning what we really want. So to speak up and use our voice and say no, because like, no, I don't want to do the thing. No, I don't want to come to your party. No, I don't want to like take care of that. No, I can't come to the whatever, right? I think we have a hard time sometimes claiming for ourselves what we really want. And whether that's because we feel guilt about it, we feel like we, hold on, I gotta take a drink. Um, because we're breaking these patterns of being taught that other people's needs should come first. Like I remember like thinking about like, I've, I've had friends and I, I think I've probably seen it in my own mother at times back in the day that moms will like always feed their kids first, right? Like moms will go hungry. I'm not saying every single mother on the planet does this, but a lot of moms, they will go hungry so their kids can have the food. Do you know what I'm saying? So women just kind of have not all. Can I just can I just say right now, I'm generalizing. I'm not saying that this is true for every single woman on the planet. But in general, I think women have just gotten kind of used to and conditioned to putting other people's needs ahead of their own. And I think also, and now we're going to get into a little bit deeper thing. And I, I would love to hear, and look, I could, I could name like probably like five more different reasons, but I'm just want to, I just want to kind of come at you really straight and try to keep this one a little bit on the, on the shorter side today. Um, cause I actually have to, um, I have to run into town into concord uh, my friend marianne williamson is um opening up her new headquarters marianne is running for president for those of you if you haven't watched that episode i think it's episode 15 uh presidential candidate marianne williamson um and they're opening up her new uh political office uh literally like a physical location here in concord new hampshire tonight uh, at eight o'clock and i gotta go run and do that so Um, so I want to keep this one a little bit on the short side. So, so here's the thing. So I could probably name a bunch of different reasons and I would love to hear from you guys, like why maybe for you personally, if you feel comfortable being vulnerable and sharing that, um, if you're somebody who's a yes person, a people pleaser who always says yes and has a wicked hard time saying no, I would love to hear from you because, um, it'll be fun to kind of follow up and hear what other people perhaps like struggle with. Um, I know what I used to struggle with, but I don't really struggle with it so much anymore, which I've, kind of cut the cord and created a lot of freedom in my life. And like I said, we'll circle back to that. But here's a much deeper and darker reason why women tend to say, uh, have a fear around saying no, and especially uh, to men, right? Because I think that we know on some level the cost or the price that we could potentially pay for saying no to a man, to a dude to somebody who could, in most cases, physically outpower us, who in the workplace might have more power, more clout, more say in the company or or situation than we do. I just think universally, like across the board, um, there is a price that we have been brainwashed to believe and not because it's not true, right? This is the thing, Um, it's probably, in kind of a, a little bit set of our, uh, what I would call our nervous system of knowing this, because we know the price that we could possibly pay by, by saying no to a dude. And I often think about my mother, and this is something, um, you know, I'm, I'm currently working on my memoir, on my book, and I talk about this in the book, about, you know, the price that we pay as women. And my mother, you know, who was beaten to death, who was brutally murdered when she was 33, you know, she was just a man, was she a young woman, right? I'm 50 now. And I think back and I'm like, oh my God, my mom was a baby when she was killed. Uh, But I just think, you know, my mother did say no. Um, I think, uh, you know, a lot of you already know this, but if you don't know, you know, my mom was found half naked from the waist down, uh, which means that she was, um, you know, he he was probably also attempting to rape her. Um, And my mother said no, and she fought. Uh, And it cost her, you know, it cost her her life. And I think on some really deep level, women, we know that um, saying no to somebody more powerful than us um, can have like really dire consequences, you know, and there's a saying, there's a saying that says, you know, men's worst fear is that women will laugh at them, that women will humiliate them. And women's worst fear is that they'll kill us that men will kill us, right? So men's worst fear is that we'll laugh at them. Our worst fear is that they'll kill us. And I have in my own life, right, proof of that, like evidence that when you say no, when there's a man who wants something, it can literally cost you your life. And I think that there's something about this that um, we all have to kind of reflect upon in our own life. Um, And this is a whole other episode, right? I'm like, read the memoir, like this whole other episode about violence against women. But I think that it's something that, you know, we have to start assessing the situation because it's like if we walk around all the time afraid to, um, to say no, Um, It means the things that we should be saying yes to don't have enough bandwidth. They're not getting the best of us. If we feel like we have to do things that we don't want to, then that's not really freedom and that's not really living. And um, like I said, this could be a much like broader and deeper topic, but I just kind of wanted to throw that out there and say, you know, what's the deal with women being afraid? Because we're using the word no right? We're focusing on the word no. Like no is a complete sentence. Like we can start to use that voice and that muscle, but we can't just skim over it and act all tough and pretend like, well, there's not some other psychological habits in place. Some, some things that we've had to bump up against for a long time. Right. But I think at some point we also have to make a choice to truly live in love and in what's possible, and not be afraid all the time of what the consequences that might be. That doesn't mean you don't use um, your smarts, that you don't use good judgment, that you don't use discernment. Because of course, part of spiritual work is having really great discernment too, right? So we, we want to uh, make sure that we're keeping ourselves safe. And it's so crazy, you guys, that I even have to say this, like, how often, like, I think back, to situations where I think, well, when would a man ever have to be um, nervous about like saying no, like to somebody more powerful than him? And of course we can go back and we can look at slavery and we can look at, you know, all kinds of situations. Um, and, And so I just think though, for women, like we're having this experience all the time about bumping up against our own unwillingness to claim what we want and what's true, the things we want to say yes to, not just no to, but also the guilt that we feel. And so how are we going to start to kind of undo these societal conditions? And I think number one is being willing to look at it, to take a look at it, like how your family was structured or your, um, your earliest caretakers and the people that you were around. What were the messages that were being sent to you, if you are a woman, um, as a young person, right, about your own wants, your own needs? about saying yes or no, like, did your grandmother totally kowtow to your grandfather? Did you watch her wait on him hand and foot? Did you see this in your aunties or in your mom or the female role models in your life? Did you have really strong women in your life? Like, what was it like? I mean, I think for me, I learned at a young age, the cost of upsetting a man of saying no to a man, right? Like, um, I, I I can't say obviously at 12 years old that I understood that in that deep way. Uh, but shortly thereafter, as I started to really think about it, I, I understood that using your voice and saying no could get you into a lot of fucking trouble. And so that's something that I had to push back against like my whole life. And, um, I think that a part of me was just so, um, You know, I always say, like, when I was a little kid, we talked about this on another episode, when I was a little kid, um, I didn't like anybody really telling me what to do. I always had a strong sense of inner self, of injustice, and not liking particular things, and not liking being bossed around, and always feeling like, you're not the boss of me, you know what I mean? But I wasn't always allowed to exercise my voice, um, or my choice, because it would have cost me in my household growing up. to actually have a say about how I was being treated. So there's a lot of layers here, right? So I've had, I've spent like my whole life, and like I said, now that I'm 50, I, I've done a lot of introspection. I had some therapy. I've read a lot of books. I've had spiritual mentors and teachers, but on the daily, I do my own work at looking at who I am. Like, who am I really, right? Um, who, who am I really? And I think one of the most powerful spiritual practices there is, is to truly know yourself. And so I really know myself. And so I started to exercise the muscle, right? So we have this idea that no is a complete sentence. And then we have these questions like, why do women always feel like we have to explain ourselves? Why are we so afraid to say no? And then we have these theories about why we do this. And and, and the next follow-up question is, well, how do we start to break these patterns? How do we start to use our voice? How do we start to, you know, um, speak up for ourselves and stuff like that. Well, first of all, you have to know that you have value and that you're worthy and that it's okay for you to want things and it's okay for you to have preferences and it's okay for you to say no. So these are muscles that we have to build. So we have to look deep inside of ourselves. We have to look at our conditioned past and then we get to choose again. And so choosing is just one part of it. But change really comes about through application, daily application of a new way of being. And so this is kind of like the next step. So in my own evolution, in my own revolution of coming into a place of freedom is um, I had to start to speak up and use my voice, but I can't speak up and use my voice about what I want if I don't even fucking know myself yet. Right. So I had to like really start to think like, what does KK want? What is she like? What, what is important to her? What do I want to say yes to? What am I going to start saying no to, right? What are the things that are important to me that I no longer want to be diverting my time to other shit that just doesn't really matter to me, right? So there's a lot of layers here. And one of the things I can tell you is that lately, and I've been practicing this a lot lately, just simply saying no to people. Not having to explain myself. And the compulsion is still there, you guys. Um, I used to use the word just, J-U-S-T, I just want to, like, even when you communicate, if you look at your emails, women, we tend to do this other thing too, where we're like, I was just wondering, I was just checking in. I was just, which is really us apologizing for being a pain in the ass in advance. Like, I'm so sorry if I'm bothering you. Right. And I'm like, okay, number one, stop doing that. It's okay for you to request things and want things and desire things and to say things right. And to, to like want shit to get done in a timely manner. And it's okay to not have to over-explain your no. So somebody invites me to go to a party, to a gig, to a concert, to an event, to like whatever the their event, like wh- whatever the thing is. I've just started to practice saying no, I can't go. No, period, right? And I'm like, I have to fight the urge to spend another five minutes writing all the reasons why I can't. And sometimes it's literally just a scheduling conflict, right? Sometimes it's, no, I'm committed to writing my book, head down, focus. I got to get this shit done, right? But whatever the reason, I'm getting more and more and more comfortable saying no. Um, It's easy to say no to people I don't know, right, that well. But it gets it's a little harder to say no to people you love or care about because you're like, oh, my God, what if this is going to hurt their feelings? Oh, my God, what if they're going to get upset? Oh, my God. And then I stopped it. I just stopped it. And I was like, look, not, from now on, when the answer is no, it's no. And um, I remember... Um, how uncomfortable this was for me in the very beginning of doing this and just feeling like, ah, like, Oh my God, I feel like I should tell them why it's not because I don't like them. It's not because I don't want to go to their kid's party or I don't want to blah, 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 blah. I just can't. Sometimes it's not even like a time thing. I just can't. It's that I don't want to, because I have something that, and I don't want to say more important because that sounds like a dickish thing. But yeah, sometimes, sometimes me sitting my ass down and writing and taking the time to do this is more important. Or I have other, like five other things ahead of that thing that I got to take care of, you know? And so what I've decided is I'm going to start getting, um, I've already been pretty comfortable. Now I'm gonna get wicked comfortable. I'm gonna get wicked comfortable with the no. Like no as a complete sentence. Do you wanna to come to my party? No. Can you come to this event? No. Can you speak at this thing? No. Right? And let that be it. And I'm going to let other people decide for themselves if they need more information from me, if they want a deeper explanation. They can ask me. I don't have to leave with it. I don't have to offer it. I don't have to apologize for it. It's not like I'm saying no, like capital N-O, exclamation point in bold, go fuck yourself. It's not that kind of a no. It's just like no. (laughs) No. And I can learn this from watching the people around me, especially the men around me who are very comfortable. Just saying, I'll say to my sweetie, did you see so-and-so's playing over here? He'll go, yeah. I'm like, are you going to go? He goes, no. And I just think, like, what? Like, I just think it's so amazing. It's like a superpower. And so I remember um, back in the day, um, I'll talk. I talk about this in my memoir, but I was involved in a really fucking horrible, whew, sexual harassment situation. And uh, I ended up having to get deposed and like a law thing and this whole big thing. This was like back when I was in my twenties, and it was just horrifying. You guys, it was horrifying. And it was really, 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 really bad. And uh, so bad that they like threatened my life and like all all kinds of insane shit. Um, and I remember at my deposition, I'd never obviously been deposed before. Like, here I am, a woman in California, a young woman in California in my, in my 20s. And I remember my lawyer saying to me, uh, he really had to sit me down and explain to me that not only was it okay but he encouraged me to just answer with yes and no. Whatever questions they ask you, he kept trying to prompt me and teach me and uh, learn me, as I like to say sometimes. Um, Whatever they ask, do your best to just answer yes or no. Don't give them more than they need, he used to say to me. Don't give them more than what they asked for. So, do you want to this? my answer, yes or no. And this was a muscle I had to flex. And I'm not going to lie. I wasn't that great at it because I felt like I had to defend myself. I felt like I had to explain myself. I felt like I had something to prove, right? And it was really hard to just keep it short and sweet, short and sweet without being like, in attack mode, or defensive mode, or guilt mode, or whatever the thing was, because you know, with the law, there are consequences, right? So it was a really, really big deal, and it was really scary. And I came out on the other side of it. I was really proud of myself. I was really happy that I did what I did and said what I said. Uh, but it was a muscle that I had to grow. And throughout my whole life, I've had a lot of opportunities. And There have been times when I've said no and um, there was pushback, right? I was punished, quote unquote, punished for it. And I think this happens a lot too, women. I think we can talk about this. Um, I definitely talk about it more in my book too, about the things that we say yes to because we're afraid that we can't say no to them. And that has to do with sex. It has to do with... um, you know, caretaking other people's needs. It's how a lot of women end up in uh, codependent relationships uh, with addicts or alcoholics or people where we end up enabling. So there's, like I said, there's so many layers to this lack of um, sometimes ability But really, you know, we always have a voice. We all have a voice. We all have a voice and we all get to use it. But there have definitely been times in our life where we were um, taught otherwise or we didn't feel safe to do it. So I just want you to just start looking back on your own lives about all the things that you've said yes to when you didn't really want to be there. And whether it was you didn't want to be in that room, you didn't want to be in that bed, you didn't want to be in that relationship, you didn't want to be in that state, you didn't want to be in like what that position, like whatever the thing was. How many times have you said yes when you would have rather said no? And why? Why did you say yes instead? Or maybe you never answered and somebody just took. right? Maybe your silence was either misconstrued or it didn't matter. Maybe you did say no. Maybe you did say no and it didn't matter, right? So this is really deep, 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 deep stuff that as a, as a society, we really need to look at, but women, especially for you, I wanna empower you to really start to think about this. Um, And to understand, I think it's really important. I had to learn this for myself. And, you know, when I learn things for myself, I kind of always talk about it like this. Like if you're lucky enough, if you're lucky enough to get to the top of the elevator of a very tall building, which when I look at spiritual practices or just life, and I think if you're able to get up to the next floor, to the next level, whatever it is, you better send that sucker back down for the people who are coming up behind you, for the younger generation, for the younger women who like need your help or maybe your peers, right? And it's not just me, like anybody who has any kind of skill set or spiritual tools, right? It's helpful to put the tools out on the table and to explain what each one is. And so I'm also doing this as a love letter to all my sisters out there and also to my brothers who need this message, you know, this week. That one of the things that I had to really um, learn and the muscle that I had to flex was really understanding that I no longer had to justify my wants. I didn't have to justify my needs. I didn't have to justify my preferences. I didn't have to justify what I really wanted for myself. Do you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes, like we think sometimes that saying no isn't loving. But sometimes the most loving thing you can say to another person is no. Not today, not on my watch, not while I'm in this room. No, I'm not going to drive you to the thing. No, I'm not going to give you the money so you'll go use. No, I'm not going to let you talk to me that way. No, I'm not going to let, I'm not going to stand here and watch you treat an animal that way or a child that way or another person that way, right? Like sometimes no is one of the most loving things that we can say or do. So I want to encourage people. You don't say no just to be a dick or to be difficult or to be, um, you know, um, doing shit to, what do they say? To don't cut off your nose to spite your face, right? It's not that, but this is really, here's the greatest work is really starting to understand. Um, like I always say, like I, I wrote a note to myself, like he had, so I wouldn't forget. I'm not talking about being rude, but I am talking about knowing yourself, knowing yourself in what you are willing uh, to do and what you're not willing to do anymore. What am I willing to to do and what am I no longer willing to do anymore? And part of knowing yourself is you get really clear on your core values, your big three, the things that are important to you, the people that are important to you, the causes that are important to you, the organizations that are important to you, how you're spending your time, your money, your life. And I really believe I need to say no to more things nowadays so that I can say yes to the thing that is calling me, to answer the call of the divine, so that I can follow through right, on taking action on my individual curriculum that has been assigned to me while I am here in this body, in the illusion, right, if I can be helpful in some way, I can't be fucking helpful if I'm doing 80 million other things for everybody else all the time, I have to sit my ass down, do my daily spiritual practice, listen deeply for my instructions, and then have the courage to follow them, and sometimes that means I'm gonna have to say no to everybody else's needs, right, so here's kind of the thing. It's like you got to know what's important to you so that you can say no to what's, to what's no longer necessary, important, so th- and important, so that you can start to say yes to what you are really here to do. I'm going to say that one more time. You got to know what's important to you so that you can say no to what's no longer necessary or important, and you can start to say yes to the things that you're really here to do. And whether you call that your, you know, your dharma, I call, I call it your individual curriculum, like the thing that you are here to do, the assignment, right? God calls everybody, but not everybody answers the call, right? Because we're too busy saying yes to other people. And now it's time to start to say no. And so like the heartbeat of this for me is really starting to say no to what's expected of you and starting to say yes to what inspires you. That's worth repeating because, and I'm going to repeat it mostly for myself because I wrote it down and I'm like, yes, I need to hear this too, right? Saying no to what's expected of you. So you can actually have more bandwidth, more room, more energy, more time to put towards what inspires you. So this is really about bumping back against an outside force. So this is like outside force of what's expected of you, what other people demand or want versus an inner choice. So outside force, right, which has been inflicted instead of, which is like, or I, let, me, let me reverse those. Let's start to say yes to the inner choice and start to say no to the outside force. Something that is expected of you. And I think it's time for women to start to say like, yeah, I'm going to start saying no to these demands, to these things. And again, I always say it's not about being rude, but it is about being uh, genuine. It is about being truthful about the things that like really, really matter to you. And I think you guys, you know, uh, society and a lot of the stories, you know, when you look at the whole Me Too movement, so much of the Me Too movement is about this, the heartbeat of this thing about saying no and the times that we said no. Right. And we got we paid the consequences of that. The times that we couldn't say no uh, because we were overpowered. Um, We didn't have a voice or we didn't have a choice. And so this is really like a personal kind of um, a personal revolution, I think, for women to start to get really clear about um, the things that matter to us. And to take a look around, like notice somebody in your life who's really good at saying no. I'm gonna say, I'm kind of becoming a champ at it. I'm getting better at it every single day. It's like, hey, do you wanna do this thing? I'm like, no, because here's the thing. It creates so much freedom. It removes from me so much resentment in my life because I no longer do shit I don't wanna do. So if I'm with you, you know, I want to be there. If I'm at your event or at your birthday party or whatever the fuck it is, it's cause I want to be there. Not cause somebody twisted my arm. I'm not there out of guilt. I'm not there because somebody made me. I choose to be there. So my yeses are full yeses, right? Full body. Yes. Like the body says, and here's the thing. Sometimes we're not sure. We get confused. And I always say, even though the body is part of the illusion, even though we are not these bodies, what the bodies are actually really good at is, you know, the bodies are made up of like mostly water, like a lot, like 75%, maybe 80%. So they're like very vibratory. You ever see like water in a glass or whatever, and something starts to shake water responds right to energetic movements, to sound, to vibration water is like a tuning fork it's a really good guide, and the bodies are made up of mostly water so if you're trying like you ever try to um huh. you ever say yes to something and you do it and the whole time it just feels awful and you're just like you're trying to check out you have to disembody you don't want to do it like it's just not you know when a thing is a full body yes You know when a thing is a full body yes, and you know because of how you feel. And so before you say yes, we have to have the pause. Before you say no, we have to be able to have a pause, a mental pause, so that we can actually make a choice. So we're not doing things out of habit or conditioning, so that we're actually deciding this is a full body yes. Sometimes it might not right away feel like a full body yes, because we have some anxiety or nervousness, like, am I up for the task? Um, I got offered this job. Can I really do it? Like, stuff like that, right? I really want to go on that roller coaster, like, but a part of me is scared out of my mind, right? You know what I mean? So sometimes it's like, not quite a full-bodied yes, but we know we want to do a thing. We're just a little afraid to do it. Versus there are times when you just know, I don't want to do this. This is not Right. This is not for me. I want to say no, but, and then we start to hear the voice of the ego, which is the voice for guilt and fear and whatever. So look, I just want to encourage everybody um, to just be thinking about uh, how good is your no muscle right now in your life? Are you able to say no? But obviously say it in a way where you don't feel like a total dink, right? Where you don't feel like you're allowed to say no. No. In a pretty straightforward way without having to explain yourself. Remember, let other people ask you if they need more information or if they want more information. Because a lot of times, dudes will just hear a no and they go, okay, man, see you next week at basketball or whatever the thing is, right? And a lot of times with women, somebody will say no and they'll go, why? You don't want to go? Like, what? Women often will ask for more information and that's fine, um, but we don't have to offer it. We don't have to offer it or explain ourselves anymore. Right? But if you I mean if you feel like you want to, that's great. But I'm just kind of like, I'm not playing the game, right? I'm not playing the game anymore. And I actually have seen women also who have become really good at saying no. And uh, more power to you, my sisters. I appreciate that and I love it. And uh, I'm getting really good at it too. And I always say, like, practice saying no. Like practice saying no, but start with little things. Do you want some orange juice? No. Do you want to go to the movies? No. Because then when the time really counts, the time comes and and it really counts, like that decision to say no, like, do you want to get married? Do you want to have kids? Do you want to run off to uh, Europe? Like, you want to elope? Like, do you want, like, you know, do you want to be cremated? Do you want blah, 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 whatever. The big decisions. Because if you don't build that no muscle, on things that you can get little successes with, like little victories with, it's way harder, you guys, to do it later on shit that really, really, really matters. You know what I'm saying? So this is what I have to offer for you tonight, right? Be asking yourself, right, like, why do I feel the need to justify my wants, my needs, and my preferences? Why am I afraid to say no? And, you know, let's just kind of make a plan, like let's pinky swear. For those of you who are watching, you can see me holding my pinky up in a little pinky swear. <laughs> those of you who watch on the YouTube. But for those of you who don't, I uh, just know that I'm holding my little pinky up to the, to the screen right now for us to kind of um, pinky swear to each other that we're gonna start to really get serious about why we're here. What do we wanna do with the time that we have left? And because by saying no to some things, it allows us more room and freedom and breath, space, more spaciousness to say yes to the things that actually matter. So, you know, what you want is important. What you want matters, right? You don't have to keep saying yes. And this doesn't give you permission, actually, to, to be irresponsible either. There are going to be times when we have to say yes, when maybe we would rather say no. And I'm talking about things. I always use this example about, like, when it comes time to, like, pay our respects. Like at funerals and wakes and showing up to work on time, like in the beginning, sometimes you're going to have to get up and go to a job that maybe you don't want to, you wish you could say no to, but it's the only way that you're keeping food on the table. Right? So we got to be smart about these things. Like don't be a spoiled brat. Don't be a spoiled child. Don't have temper tantrums around it. But also, stop circ yourself into some version, some yes machine, some people pleaser that actually doesn't feel good to you anymore. It feels disingenuous. because if you keep saying yes to things you'd rather say no to, you will start to become incredibly resentful. And when we walk around in a state of resentment, that is like closed fist dukes up. We start to get pissed. We start to feel like a mata. We feel victimized, right? And nobody wants to be living in that space because that is not living. That is like the stat of slowly dying. So I wanna encourage you, right? I wanna encourage you to start saying yes to what calls to you. Saying yes to the stuff that really matters. And maybe it's like, yes, I'm finally gonna sit down and I'm gonna write that book. Yes, I'm finally gonna go take that act class. Yes, I'm gonna finally Every time a newsletter comes into my thing, right, that I signed up for five years ago that I just feel bad unsubscribing because it might hurt their feelings, I am giving you full permission. Unsubscribe, unsubscribe, unsubscribe. No, 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 no. You know, and and just look at. It's time to be really honest with yourself so that you can be honest with other people and you can start living a life that actually reflects your insides. So remember, no more being bullied by external forces of expectation. This is about being inspired from the inside out and saying yes to what moves you, to what motivates you, to your ministry and to your mission. Okay, so I would love to hear from you guys. I would love to hear from you about your experience with the no, and I would love to hear what you're going to start saying yes to. And I can just say from my own personal, and I said yes to answering the call about creating this thing called the Sunday Spiritual, right? And look at you guys, I'm working excited to report that 120 of you have already said yes to joining us on August 18th for the Sunday Spiritual. Um, so I would love somewhere in the show notes on this thing, in the links, whatever, uh, you will find the link to click on the, I think on my podcast page on my website. But if you're listening to this in another format, it's just karenkenney.com backslash Sunday spiritual. And you can also maybe choose to say yes. I would love that. And if you're listening to this, if you hear the sound of my voice right now in your earbuds, in your ears (laughs) that are attached to your big, beautiful head, then you said yes to this podcast. And then just thank you so much uh, for listening and for tuning in. And it's been a pleasure to spend a little time with you. And you guys, I I hope this was helpful in some way. And I I hope it was valuable to you in some way. And I just want to circle back to, to the show title to just leave you with this. Like, no is a complete sentence. No is a complete fucking sentence, ladies. We can do this. You can do this. And I'm cheering you on and I support you or to anybody who has a hard time saying no. Just know that you can get stronger. What is it? Steve Austin, astronaut. We can rebuild him bigger, stronger, faster. (laughs) All right, you guys, I love you. I see you. I, I feel you. I hear you and I celebrate you. And I appreciate you like so much. So wherever you go, go out there and be a blessing. Bye. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny show. (laughs) I super duper appreciate your time, friendship and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days and let me know what your favorite pot was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review. Because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenney.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, Keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing.